The accounts you'll hear on Parsha Stories are original adaptations of the weekly Parsha. Enjoy! Aseret Atibrod, count them ten, now you get to learn them all over again. You'll find out what happened when Moshe died, and how Yehoshua led the tribes. Things aren't always what they seem when you're reading Sefer Devarim. This week's Parsha is a double Parsha of Nitzavim and Vayelech. And the time has come for Moshe to begin to end his very, 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 very long sermon to Bnei Yisrael as they're about to enter the land. And Parsha Nitzavim begins with these words. Atem Nitzavim Hayom Kulchem. All of you are standing here. But not just the tribal heads and the landowners and the wealthy and the powerful, but even the stranger from within your camp are here today, and even the wood chopper and the water drawer, the mechotevatsecha ad shoev memecha. Now, what is so significant about a wood chopper and a water drawer? Well, you have to understand that just like nowadays, there are some jobs that make a lot of money and are seen as prestigious. There are other jobs that make less money and might not have the same kind of obvious prestige as other jobs. So back then, it would be wonderful if you were a farmer like Yankala the farmer, or if you were a Kohen, or if you were a soldier. But if you were a wood chopper or somebody who went and got water, chances are that you worked for someone else. You weren't the boss. You were at the bottom of the totem pole of importance, which is why in this week's Parsha, Moshe says, even you, the wood chopper and the water drawer, you are a part of this covenant as well, because I don't want anyone thinking that the Torah is only meant for the rich and powerful and famous. The Torah is for everyone. Now, standing and watching all of this happen is Moshe's apprentice, his successor, the person who is going to become the leader after him, Yehoshua. And I can imagine Yehoshua taking note of that important message that Moshe shared, that the Torah is meant not just for the wise men or the rich or the leaders, but it's for everybody. Yehoshua makes a note of that reference to the wood chopper and the water drawer, and we actually see him bring it up again once he is the leader of Bnei Israel in a story that can be found in Yehoshua chapter 9. Now, in Yehoshua chapter 9, Bnei Israel has actually entered into the land of Israel, and just as God had promised, Bnei Israel is successfully conquering the land, and it was inhabited by other people. So that meant that the soldiers, the army of Bnei Israel, would fight against these other nations, defeat them, and then take over their land. 
Now, usually after they defeated a group of people, a nation that had been living there, they would have the defeated nation work for them. That's something I actually spoke about in last year's Parshat Kitetse. So you can listen back to that Parsha a year and a little bit ago. But in Yehoshua chapter 9, we learn about an interesting nation called Giv'on. Now, because B'nai Israel had been so successful in conquering all the lands, the other nations started to become nervous about B'nai Israel. Oh gosh, they're probably going to end up coming here next, and then they're going to conquer us, and we have to do something about it. We have to do something to stop the Israelites. And the Givonim come up with a clever idea that's also kind of sneaky and not very nice. The Givonim decide to pretend like they actually are on the side of the Israelites. So they dress up like a different nation, and they come to the Israelites and say, uh, Hey, B'nai Israel, uh, you're planning on conquering some of these other nations, huh? And B'nai Israel says, Yeah, yeah, we've been very successful thanks to our God. Well, uh, yeah, I was thinking... Maybe we could help you, uh, you know, uh, be a friend, be a pal, be an ally. Uh, okay, sure. That'd be really great, thank you. Uh, yeah, and just swear to us that you're not gonna try to turn your back on us and attack us after we've helped you, right, guys? Uh, of, of course not. We, we would never do that, um... Yes, we swear to you that we will never attack you, okay? Uh, weird. Oh, oh, great. Thanks for that promise. That really means a lot. And then everybody finds out that those people who were pretending to be on the side of B'nai Israel were actually the Givonim. And so then when it comes time to conquer Givon, Yehoshua is getting ready to attack them, and they go, uh, hey, it's us from before. And you promised not to attack us, remember? And Yehoshua says, wait a minute, you... I didn't know that you were the Givonim. We have to conquer this land. It's part of Eretz Yisrael. It's the land that we need as part of our inheritance from God. Uh, yeah, but you said you weren't going to attack us. You actually swore that you weren't going to attack us. And... The followers of B'nai Israel, the followers of Yehoshua, say to him, Yehoshua, come on, this is ridiculous. They made you promise to not attack them, but that was when you thought they were someone else. They were lying in the first place. So come on, it's not a fair deal. It's not a fair covenant. Yehoshua, you don't have to follow up on that. And Yehoshua says, no, you know what? I do. I swore to God that I would not attack these people. And, as we've talked about in other Parshiot, making a swear, making a promise, an oath like that, is not something I can just go back on. Okay, Givonim, we're not going to attack you. Oh, oh my, it, it worked. It, it really worked. Well, here's the thing. You know that we would destroy you if we fought. So how about this? I'll make you a deal. We don't attack you, and you become our servants. But not just any servants. 
you have to become our wood choppers and our water bearers. You have to become our chot ve'etzim, maim. So you're not going to be slaves to us, but you're going to work for us. Uh, uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, it's a deal then. That sounds great. And Yehoshua says, great. Well, guess what? If you are our water bearers and wood choppers, that means that you have to follow the covenant of the Torah. That's what Moshe told us in Parshat Nitzavim, and I was right there alongside him, getting ready to become the leader. And so by agreeing to work for us as wood choppers and water bearers, you're basically joining B'nai Israel in the covenant with God in the Torah. And in that way, the Gibonim actually essentially converted or joined the Israelite people. And Yehoshua outsmarted and outmaneuvered the people who had tried to trick him. You see, Yehoshua learned a lot from Moshe. And in Parshat Vayelech, Moshe says to Yehoshua, Okay, Yehoshua, the time has finally come to officially and formally announce you as my successor. And listen closely to all the words that I've shared, and maybe one day they will help you be a leader yourself. Which we know from chapter 9 in Yehoshua that it certainly does. And so, my friends, my sermon has finally come to an end. But before I die, I have a song that I want to sing to you. And I'm going to sing that song in... Well, next week's Rosh Hashanah. That's a different story. So it's going to have to wait for two weeks, Parsha. Shabbat Shalom. <laughs>